Your career might be going brilliantly, but the workplace is still full of opportunities to trip you up with a social faux pas. You'd think by the time we're 40 or 50, this wouldn't be a problem, but here we are. Listen to our answers to some work-related socially awkward questions, which we hope will be helpful, or we'll just get you thinking. So without further delay, it's time for... <clears throat> um, um, socially awkward questions. So today's socially awkward question is, should you ever date a co-worker? What do you think, Caroline? Should you? Hmm. It depends if you like them or not, really. <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think you should have to. <laughs> well, if you don't like them. Yeah. I, I mean it feels like a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All joking aside, what are some of the issues with dating a coworker? Well, it's a bit like when your friends get together, isn't it? And then they break up and it makes it really awkward. I think the most difficult thing for dating somebody in the office or in whatever environment you're working in is uh, what happens if you split up. But let's not look on the negative side, eh? Well, funnily enough, I actually have a stat for that. <laughs> <laughs> is this so, a romantic stat? <laughs> I guess it's an anti-romantic stat. So here's, a, it's a stat from the Forbes Advisor article, which is from April 2023. So this is using US data. So who knows, maybe it's true globally. We're not sure. But anyways, workplace romances increase the fear of breaking up by 17%. So the anxiety about the repercussions if they break up makes that anxiety go up. So it does actually support what you said. Oh, <laughs> I mean, my first thought about this subject is who are we to stand in the way of true love? I mean, particularly for the over 40s. I mean, it's hard enough to meet somebody at all. But as you as you get older and your opportunities for meeting the right person, they get more and more limited. I mean, where if not at work, where are the over 40s supposed to meet people? I mean, what do you have? You have work, you have the supermarket and I don't know, online dating, the supermarket, when you put the bins out or work, you know, it's, <laughs> there's, I think your, your opportunities for meeting people get reduced. Actually, that's pretty harsh of me. There are a lot, there are lots of different ways in which you can meet people. In fact, I was having a look at a little survey on the YouGov website. Would you like to know some stats about this? I would. This is how Brits met their partner, how they meet their partners. And there's all sorts of categories that you can search through. So there's through family, through mutual friends, through school, uh, through university, shared hobbies, through date, different types of dating apps and online platforms. There's a category in passing while out and about. Which wow, is that's e. a great story. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? In passing while out and about, and it's e.g. in a bar or pub, at a concert or a cafe. And then there's another category, which I think is, is obviously all about when you put the bins out. But looking at this, I did a little search on the age group 25 to 49. and the most common way to meet your partner is through mutual friends. But the second most common way is through work. Hmm. Which makes sense because you really do spend the majority, if you work full time, you spend the majority of your time at work. Absolutely. And actually, I did another search on the 
group 50 to 64. And I think this probably reflects lifestyle, but their top way of meeting their future partner was in passing out and about, which probably reflects people, but not all that category working full time. But again, the second highest category is through work. Mm. Oh, I must say that the category of other, i.e. putting the bins out, that goes up to third place in this category. Mm. Um, Interesting. But, but yeah, so that's where you're going to, that's where you're going to meet people. I mean, there well, are dangers, aren't there? I mean, if you, it, it does become problematic dating people at work. And I think that you have to look at the rules and regulations of the place that you work in and they may have policies around this although I can't think of anything more embarrassing than telling your boss that you were going out with somebody in the office. Well funnily enough from the same Forbes article it said 47% of these people surveyed changed their jobs to date a colleague and then Mm -hmm. 62% only 62%, I guess, reported the relationships to HR. So, you know, I guess, I mean, I know in the US, people are much hotter on expecting Mm. people to report to HR than they are here. But it's a significant thing. Like you said, having to disclose something like that, you know, makes you feel very vulnerable, I think. Absolutely. And and if it doesn't work out, it's kind of embarrassing, isn't it? But I think there are scenarios where I would say you don't date a co-worker mainly if it's your boss or if they're your direct report. Mm. I think both of those areas are dangerous. However, if the path of true love is uh, thriving, then maybe you just have to find different ways to do it. Like one of you has to change the team you are working in or yes one of you has to change your job yeah it's um, a big commitment too you know when you think about it like you were saying yeah. when you're when you're over 40 you know you might have kids you might be divorced you know you might have you know separate households you know that you've got to figure out there's a lot of like more things at stake so like if you're the party who you know you decide between you you have to change your job that's significant and you know there's all these other considerations yeah Definitely. I mean, I don't know about you, but I do think that meeting somebody at work, you would really find out everything about them, what's and all, wouldn't you? It's actually quite a good way of getting to know somebody before mm-hmm. you start dating them. You could see their behavior at work, like how they react in a high pressure work situation could reveal how they would react I don't know, on a future holiday when trying to pack away a pop-up tent or something. (laughs) (laughs) Some high high stressful, a barbecue where things are not cooking fast enough. I mean, (laughs) I mean, I could list them endlessly, Mm. you know, you know, whether they, whether they pick up the slack tasks in a project team, is that going to be an indicator of whether they, whether they do their fair share of housework. Yeah, definitely. I also read one of the articles that you sent over from the BBC Worklife, uh, which was published in March 2022. And what was really interesting is how much we think that we are in charge of ourselves making these decisions based on, you know, rational, you know, will they do their share of the laundry? You know, how do they handle things under pressure? When actually familiarity and intimacy come also just from proximity and repeatedly seeing the same person (laughs) so just having a close working relationship with a co-worker might create romantic feelings which 
you might have romantic feelings with a different co-worker if you had worked more closely with them. It's just, it is interesting how familiarity and proximity have a part to play, which is a bit anti-romantic. It's, it's bit... anti-romantic, but it's also practical. I mean, we like to think that there's, you know, some great love out there for us, but if they're living on the other side of the world, whereas I like the fact that, you know, we make the best of it, whoever is in our office, I mean, you could be unlucky, but our biology adjusts and we decide we like that person instead. <laughs> so I think it's practical. Yeah, I think also on a serious note, it, it is, does also show that you need to get along with your partner. If you're going to be with someone, you know, one of the other surveys said 43% of people uh, reported that they married somebody they work with. You, you got to be sure that you get along with that person. And as you say, there isn't going to be an unrecoverable fight from the pop-up tent <laughs> where, <it's, laughs> where that's the end you just yeah. you know <laughs> that's what they should do at speed dating they have to together in groups put up pop-up tents and then put them away again because they're they they're definitely divorce inducing but yeah well i mean what we're saying i think if you beat somebody nice at the office Yes, I think you yeah. should date your co-worker. Well, unless they're your boss or your direct report, and then you're going to have to sort it all out. Yeah. So apparently one in five say that dating a colleague is just fine. And I, I agree with that. I don't have personal experience, never dated a colleague, but I think it is fine. Like you say, as long as you're doing it responsibly and you're not abusing your position of power, then yeah. why not? How else are you going to meet somebody nice? Absolutely. It's hard to meet people. And we say more love for in our 40s, 50s, 60s and 70s. Go for it, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you find awkward at work and we'll try to find some answers that help. Get in touch on our website, rightsideof40pod.com. Follow us on Twitter at rightside40, Instagram at rightsideof40pod, and Facebook at the Right Side of 40 Podcast. All content is arranged by Eve and Caroline. And a big thank you to Terry and V. Neal for writing, performing, and mixing the original music.